Hello and good evening, everybody. Only positivity here. No coffee today. Um, you know, I can't be drinking that after 5 p.m. Um, otherwise, I'm up all night, right? Um, but anyway, so I'm ready to kick off this latest podcast. Um, essentially, I'm going through some topics that I just like to talk about while I'm finishing up this Roberto Bolaño book. So, you know, one of my favorite topics um, to discuss or, and one of my favorite sports or my favorite sport is soccer, right? Football. So, um, you know, I have a lot of stories related to soccer. I think I've talked about a few of them. But, um, you know, one of the things I was thinking about the other day, well, you know, I was just laying in bed. I couldn't go to sleep. So I was just thinking about what my, my dream team would be, right? My, my dream all-star team starting 11 would be plus a couple subs, right? So, you know, I decided just to like kind of put that down. I got a lot of friends um, that love soccer as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, maybe you'll listen up and let, let me know what uh, if anyone wants to respond and tell me they're starting 11. <clears throat> That'd be good to hear. So, you know, starting this one off, um, you know, had a little bit of this ice cream kush left over. So, you know, I uh, was just messing around with that for a little bit. Um, so, yeah, just kind of got the, the juices flowing, ready to start talking a little bit. So, uh, yeah, so... What I'll say at the onset is um, I started watching soccer around, like, 2009, like, legitimately. Um, and so I was, like, a sophomore in high school, I guess, around that time. So I, I essentially really started keeping up with it after that, after that point. So anything before that, I really don't know about, you know? So kind of like... Um, how, you know, the Jordan-LeBron debate. Like, I, I didn't really watch Jordan. So, um, and I've never gone back and watched him. And it's hard to tell, like, without being in that time, you know, like, how competitive it was. Um, you know, maybe, like, the, my parents or, you know, the older generation might know or have an opinion on that. But I, I don't. I just, I, I don't have one. Um, so, anyway. Um, so, what I, I guess I'll start with is just my starting lineup, you know, um, and I'll kind of maybe, you know, weave off into some stories or say the importance of the different uh, positions and stuff like that. But we'll, we'll dive right into it. So, you know, I used to play soccer, um, you know, my whole life up until college, you know what I mean? So um, I used to play um, various positions and things like that. I played pretty, pretty competitively, I guess I'd say. Um, so, yeah, you know, um, we'll just see what we get into. So I think I'll start with the formation, the formation I'll go with, right? So the f formation I would go with is a 4-3-3 attack, right? And I think that seems to give the proper attribution of players um, based on the, the section of the field they'll live in. You know what I mean? Um, so like, you know, the defense, right? Got to have a robust defense. I, that's something I believe in, I guess, Um so the mids and the forwards, uh, they tend to interchange at times, right? Um, some trek back, some don't, some live high, some live low, you know. Um, so uh, the mix of players, I think, will work really well. And that's why I would consider my dream team, right? So anyway, so four defenders, um, three midfielders in a... Um, in a attacking position, right? So we got the, the diamond going. So essentially I would, um, what I would do is I would put them in uh, four defenders uh, in a, a, a like a half triangle uh, attacking mode. I would have uh, two holding midfielders, one attacking mid, and then three strikers up top, right? So like I said, I think that gives the best um, distribution of, of um, players 
um, as we go through the, um, you know, the different areas of the field and whatnot. So um, <clears throat> I guess we'll start with uh, the goalie, right? So the goalie, I would I would put as Oliver Kahn. Now, this motherfucker was crazy, right? He was jumping around with his knees in the air and stuff like that, like getting red cards left and right. But, you know, he was pretty acrobatic. And when I saw him play, he always made some crazy saves. Now, he's a bit of a loose ca- cannon, so I don't think I would make him like the captain of the team by any means. Um, because, you know, he gets triggered, man, kind of like DeMarcus Cousins, right? Like, you can get under his skin real quick, He'll, he might start acting rashly, um, and you really don't want that from a captain, right? And I'll keep him as, I'll keep him there as a goalie. So, we move over to, um, left defense, right? Left back, um, left wing back, whatever you want to call it. Um, I used to play this position, actually, and I, and, and it's a, it's a really important position. And I actually didn't play it really, like, um, as well as I think I could have, right? But um, <clears throat> so anyway, the the player I would put there, and you'll see this as a theme. I like the Brazilians. Um, is Cafu right? So um, for those of you that don't know, uh, Brazilian left back. Um, I primarily saw him play at AC Milan, um, and he was great, right? He was captain figure, um, but he was a hustler up and down the wing. He would get you the occasional goal, but he was a leader, right? He was a leader by example. Like he worked hard. He played fundamental soccer. Um, and he had a bit of a flair to him, right? Not too much because, I mean, personally, you don't want too much flair uh, from a left back. You want them to be creative and comfortable with the ball. But, um, you don't, I don't know, personally, you, you, you want the defense to be a, a primary of this left back, right? Um, and then, so I, I keep him, I'll put him as captain because I think, he, like I said, I think he leads by example. So um, we shift over, right? We shift over to um, left center back. Now, I'm going to put Lucio there, and he's another, like, he's another, you know, he has some edge to him. So he's, he's rough around the edges, he is scrappy, um, he's, he's rough, he's tough, right? And, but he, he doesn't get triggered too often, right? Um, he is, he's a bigger guy, and he, he gives that kind of, like, fear factor, but he still, he could move, right? He was fast, and he was also a captain figure, but... His his tendency to trigger every now and then is why I'll keep Kafu as uh, is captain. So then <clears throat> Lucio, um, I watched him play through a few World Cups. Man, he was a uh, I, I really liked the way he moved, um, his style. Uh, I, at first, I didn't really like him, but he was present all the time. They, he kept getting selected for the national team, so I cannot really hate on that at all. So um, they. You know, I think it was like the the Confederations Cup, like before maybe the the 2010 World Cup. So maybe it was in 2006 or I don't know. So I saw Brazil play, and they came back. Um, they were beating the United States. The United States came back and they won in the end. And I remember Lucio was like kind of like scrapping it up that game, right? And I like gained a little uh, respect for him. You know, what I mean, as well as for the American team, though they played really like you know valiantly and shit. But I don't know. Um, yeah, so I'll throw Lucio as left center back. So then we shift over to right center back, um, Carlos Puyol. And like I said, another leader by example, right? Another, like, he was kind of clumsy, man. He was a goofy dude, um, but he had that leadership, man. And he didn't have, like, that arrogance about them, man. Like, oftentimes when, like, players start to tenure and they get older, they have this, like, oh, like, like uh, uh, this chipper attitude all the time. But Carlos Puyol, I remember him, like, yelling at some guy, 
on his team. I forget who it was. It might have been Samuel Eto'o. Somebody who, like, Barcelona was clobbering them, and, and one of their forwards just, like, tried to do a weird chip, like a cheeky chip over the keeper, and Puyol was pissed. He's like, dude, play the game. Stop fucking around. Like, let's get serious. And I was like, damn, dude. He's commanding this team right now, which is which is really cool to see, you know? Like, you can always appreciate a leadership figure, um, especially in a sport, right, where, like, egos um, are present. People are... Um, trying to beat one another, right? Um, there's hundreds of thousands of people watching, you know? So, um, yeah. So we say Carlos Puyo as the right center back. Then um, shift over to to the right back, right? Right wing back, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm going to go with Roberto Carlos, right? So I got three Brazilians hanging out in my defense. <clears throat> now, the reason I say that is because both Cafu and Roberto Carlos are threats, right? So they do pose um, a, 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 a challenge to the other team, right? The team has to watch them um, because they can get involved with the tech and they can be deadly with it, especially Roberto Carlos and those free kicks, right? You see him knuckle one ball from far away. It can give you a team a quick heat check. You know what I mean? So... Um, yeah, Roberto Carlos is also was also a worker, right? It's just like Cafu, up and down, up and down, up and down tirelessly. You know, they put they put 110% into the game, fundamentals. Um, every now and then, you know, you would see Roberto Carlos get dusted by Lionel Messi. But, you know, nonetheless, man, a really, really great right wing back. So that's my defense and my goalie. So we start with um, my my right center mid. So I'm going to go with um, Ricardo Kaká. Now, Ricardo Kaká is, um, I, you know, in my book, one of the best midfielders that's ever played. Like, he has creativity. Um, he was selfless. He wasn't too selfless, though. He uh, he was a good scorer for the team. And, you know, he, he brought AC Milan to the Champions League, you know? I think when Real Madrid picked him up, he was slightly out of his prime. But when he was at AC Milan, he was a terror right he was the type of guy that you just you hated marking because he was just like slippery right he could get away from you um he 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 moved really simply but all of his movements were very precise like calculated um his first touch was really good you know he could get out of trouble really fast and turn into something positive so you know <clears throat> he's um he's a no brainer for me like he you know he always played attacking but i think his his ability if he stayed patient would be really um, well done as a, as a midfielder, you know, um, attacking midfielder. And, you know, my whole team is, like, basically about attack, right? I, I think possession is something that really demoralizes another team, especially when I played, man. When teams would out-possess us, I would, um, I would hate it. It would be boring for us. It would be a terrible game. And the, the team would always be able to find these little spaces. And, you know, we were able to do that at times, too. Um, but you find these little spaces, you come in between players and, um, it's, it's, it's just, uh, it's a different style of play. And like I said, it, 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 um, it forces you to be confident with the ball when you guys are possessing, right? You gotta be, you gotta be in and out of spaces. You gotta like time things right. So, you know, all, all different things to think about. Um, <clears throat> so, um, Kaka, right? Ricardo Kaka is right center mid. So I'll shift over to my left center mid. Right, so my left center mid, I would keep as um, Zinedine Zidane. Now, 
you know, like I said, he he usually plays up top, but his his handling skills, his demeanor is that of a midfielder that is like attacking, right? So he 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 can get into those spaces. He's acrobatic. He can leap. Um, but he he has a sense about him, right? He has a a a calm about him. He doesn't trigger. He do, he's very quiet. He's a role player, um, and he's a facilitator, really. Like I and I think that's where his role is best served, to be honest. Um, not that I know shit, but you know. So he 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 also like I said, he brings that air of maturity to the field, right? So, he, for example, when when your stars are on, when you have you know players like that I'll go through, but when you have some very skillful players, like let's say, for example, name, so Neymar's not on my list, right? So let's say a, a player like Neymar. When his skills are working and he's on, there's really nothing that can stop him, right? There's nothing in the world that could stop him when he's going, right? Or like Mbappe when he's going. But on some days, they can't just barge through everyone. There's going to be a time where, you know, going one-on-one is, is, is not going to work. And um, that's when a player like Zinedine Zidane is going to say, hey, look, come back to your fundamentals, right? check in check out pass the ball like look for each other he's gonna start that up right and when i used to play soccer whenever our team was in a rut and we couldn't move properly and we just were like not as sharp we would all just sit like have this agreement you know to like go all out for five minutes right just go as hard as you can for five minutes straight and then you know nine out of ten times something positive would come from that we would get our momentum back or we would score a goal right one of those things so i think zidane is one of those players can that that can make that happen you know um so then we go to my attacking mid right before i get to the strikers um my attacking mid Lionel messi right i would put him in that number 10 spot um a hundred times over and mainly mainly because um uh he he is a scorer, right? He can he poses that threat a hundred percent, but he also is the, one of the best passers I know. You know, like I don't think there's any other player like him, and there's definitely not. But that that has that ability to pass so well. So um, yeah, you know, I would go with him in my number ten spot, right? He can put people down. He can let off a quick shot. He has that wow factor, that X factor. Um, he can turn it on at any moment. But I think with the players I'm about to name and the way they move and their their attacking um, IQ, like he would find them all the time and it would be easy for him, you know? So we put Lionel Messi there, uh, number 10 spot. Uh, after that, after that, we'll start with my left winger, okay? Now, my left winger is going to be Aiden Hazard. So I actually really started watching soccer when he was coming up. And to see him... And his time at Chelsea, I know he's kind of like has a weird presence right now at Real Madrid. I think he'll he'll, he'll snap back into it. But he he like next to Ronaldo, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi, probably the best player of our time right now. Um, when he, he I, being a defender, when a guy like Aiden Hazard runs at you, it's horrible to defend right because you try to keep him one way but he's moving he's he's small um he's centered he's centered to the gravity he can let off a shot at any time or he can just like quickly cut so there's a lot of different tools he can use to kind of cut you up and he's done it there was one juke he had on paulo zabaleta bro made him do the fucking splits i think they traded his ass after that too um but anyway like he he just was a t- he was a terror man like he would um 
I don't know, just the way he moves, man, is crazy. And the speed at which he comes at you and that left foot, right? I'm a lefty, so um, I got to give it to him. Just like Lionel Messi, you know, you got a special place in your heart for them lefties. Uh, but, yeah, so Aiden Hazard's got to be left, you know, left winger. And he's not he's not a, how do I put it, he's not a ball hog by any means, right? He, he can definitely turn it on, and we, that's like the, what what everyone loves about him. But he he's not the most selfish player, right? Um and then, so you bring me to my right winger, um, and that's Ronaldinho, right? So I'm going to put Ronaldinho up there, and mainly because this this was a guy, like, unlike any other, right? Kind of like Lionel Messi in some ways, where, like, this guy loved to have the ball at his feet, right? He, no pressure, like, the, he, no pressure, man. Like, he could, he, he, there was an art about the way he would do things, um, and, you know, that's, that's tough, right? You know, for me, even in, in high school when I played soccer, like, you know, um, I would, I would be nervous to carry the ball sometimes because so many eyes are watching, you know, but imagine being like, I don't give a fuck. We're 65, 75,000 people watching on, on, on the biggest stage in soccer, you know? So it's just interesting to think about how he, um, how, how he just like, you know, played the game and he loved it so much. Um, and I need someone like that on my team, right? That, that is intense like that. Um, but can be like lighthearted, right? So the more detached you are, I think the better you can play, you know? So Ronaldinho for sure. And, you know, you, I've seen him cut up some people like really bad, especially Sergio Ramos, right? He keeps put Sergio Ramos on his ass a bunch of times in his career. And that's what I love. So anyway, um, yeah. So Ronaldinho is going to be my right winger. And he's a facilitator as well, right? He's a good passer. He's he doesn't uh, he doesn't always do it all himself. He he can pick someone out uh, without even looking, right? Uh, and we've seen him doing a thousand times uh, at Barcelona. But you know, I'm talking about all these players in their prime, right? So that's my lineup: all the prime players. So when he was at PSG too, just having a blast, you know, just dribbling everyone up and down, ridiculous. And then my striker, so my final player, my striker is gonna be Thierry Henry. Now, th- that guy could do some wild shit, you know, I've let, letting out shots from, from you know, ridiculous yards, um, you know, his speed, right? He was fast. He could time his runs right, and he was just so much faster than everyone around him all the time. And he had this inc- this incredible finesse when he finished, right? He was smooth the way he moved. Um, it, he seemed like it was almost um, not not too much effort for him to move like he did, you know? And he, he also had that, that um, soccer IQ, right? He was another patient forward, right? Precise. Um, he, would, he would wait. He would, like, hold. And then he could, boom, let it out, right? So um, that, that's not a weird. But he could, he could honestly just turn the jets on whenever he needed to. And that's, that's another thing you need, right? Now, you notice all the players that I selected, to me, aren't selfish players, right? They're not players that are... Um, putting the weight on their shoulders for anything, they're all facilitators, right? I didn't pick Cristiano Ronaldo because I personally think um, he's, he's a great player. He's probably one of the best athletes in the whole world, if not the best athlete. But um, I personally think he can be, like, sometimes a little selfish with the way he plays, right? Um, I think classic example, Gareth Bale, man. Um, they could have... I mean, they definitely have, like, the most Champions League ever, dude. Like, they tore up the, to- the 2010s. Um, but I thought they, I think they could have been way better if they just got along with Gareth Bale. You know what I mean? Um, so anyway, um, yeah, I don't have Cristiano Ronaldo on my roster, so I have three subs. Okay, so 
Um, my three subs, um, one is going to be um, Andres Iniesta. Um, so, yeah, definitely going to have him on the bench. Um, he's a... Uh, he evolved so well at Barcelona, like such an integral part of their uh, their their midfield. You know, just so creative, so calm, fundamental. Um, like you know, he just looks like this weird dude. He doesn't even look like he'd be athletic, but his soccer IQ. He's like he's a genius. You know, and he's also a finisher. You know, he's scored some big time goals. Um, World Cup, right? Champions League. Uh, he he's got such you know. Um, such smart uh, movements about him, you know, and his touch is impeccable. Uh, you need someone like that on the team. Um, I would honestly straight up pick him over uh, over Chavi any day, you know. So I don't know. So you know, if I were to go with um, a uh, another defensive sub, I would probably go with Danny Alves. Another Brazilian dude, but he's he's a little selfish of a player. But man, the guy is just complete, right? He's an attack-minded right back who plays defense really well, you know. And he's feisty, man. He's gritty, and um, he's uh, he can bring on some of that spice you need, you know, when things are when things are getting bland on the field. Um, so then, I think I think honestly, lastly, if I were bringing a striking substitute, it would probably be um, Didier Drogba. One, cause he's he was he's my Chelsea dog. You know what I mean? Like I, uh, I'm a big Chelsea fan, and I love watch. I loved watching Drogba play. Um, so yeah, he uh, was a was a was an X Factor type guy as well. You know, he was a clinical finisher, especially heading man. Like the guy had hops, jump up, just spike. He had incredible strength with it. He scored some like slide headers that I you know are ridiculous. They're like um, showcases of what uh, like humans can do. You know, so yeah, that's my lineup right there. You know, I, I, uh, it was nice to think about that the other day. So, um, I figured I'd get it down, you know, but anyway, so I'm going to keep doing a few like these. I got like 300 pages left in this Roberto Bolaño book I'm reading. So I'm just going to wrap that up. Probably take me another month to finish, but it's like 900 pages. So it's taking me a minute, but other than that, hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Uh, feel free to leave me any feedback and remember only positivity. Thanks guys.